Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your favorite podcast, The Pals Podcast. If you are a returning listener, thank you very much for listening and supporting. If you are new to the podcast, take a second, go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a review and subscribe. It would mean the world to us. I am your co-host, Ricky Liorti. And the other co-host, George Butsalas, is not with us for this intro as we recorded this virtually. Obviously, given everything that's happened with COVID, we are trying our best to, do, to maintain social distancing and doing a lot of virtual episodes to not put anybody at risk. Some episodes that we've released recently were pre-recorded before this last round of lockdown. So everyone stay safe and you know, do the best you can to you know, not see as many people. But anyways, uh, this week, we've got a great episode for you. We have Serena fucking Kerrigan on the podcast. Yes, her middle name is legally fucking, which is amazing. So she's a content creator and influencer who literally changed her whole life right before COVID. COVID hit. She decided to start a new Instagram dating show called Let's Fucking Date. And it turned out to be a massive success. She did three seasons of it, went on 50 dates virtually, which is amazing. She's got such good energy, such good positive vibes that she's turned this whole COVID experience and she, you know, just made it hers. She started this show. She made a card game. She's going to be on a a reality show. She's literally doing a million different things. So take a listen. She's inspiring and she's literally just the definition of good vibes and good energy and positivity. So Thank you, Serena, for coming on. You are amazing. Uh, like to give a big shout out to our sponsors because without them, this might not be possible. First and foremost, Cottage Springs. You guys already know the deal. We've been talking about them for months. It is the best. So they have the best vodka drinks out there. Vodka waters, vodka sodas, and now in the LCBO, vodka lemonades. If you haven't tried the vodka lemonade yet because they're still brand new, I strongly, strongly suggest you go into the LCBO, you pick one up and you try because they are delicious. I mean, Georgie, we've had definitely a couple a couple too many at, at some time. So definitely uh, check it out. They're awesome. Uh, great Canadian company. The drinks are low calories too, zero grams of sugar. Awesome stuff, guys. Thank you so much. You can check them out at www.cottagesprings.com or at Cottage Springs on social media. And we'd also like to give another shout out to our sponsor, Cast. If you haven't heard us talk about Cast, it's a project that me, George, and our buddy Dave have been working on for many months now. We've just launched in April on the App Store and the Google Play Store. Cast essentially is the objective assembly of public opinion. It's a social voting platform that aims to remove the friction to participate in online conversations. So as I mentioned, we're on the Google Store, we're on the Apple Store. So go download it right now, leave us a five-star review, create a profile, and start answering some questions and having fun with it. The idea is just to bring healthy discourse back to social media. So check that out. You can go to our website to download it as well, www.joincast.co. Other than that, my boy Georgie, what do we say? LFG, let's go. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. I know it's good, it's good to finally get you on. Yeah. You, you Jordan's been waiting for this one for a little while. I've been counting on the days. Really? I really have. I'm a big fan. Oh, come. I just love you. I think you're awesome. I appreciate that. I really do. Well, according to uh, everyone, Apparently, everyone loves you. You're a pop culture icon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw, that, I saw that on your website. I saw that on your website. I thought that was the best quote I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. I, I definitely made that website like before anything happened. So <laughs> it's all about manifesting. It's all about manifesting. Love that. 
like if you say what you are like want to be like you just become that you, so. do you really believe in manifesting without a doubt i mean i think you have to work your ass off and you have to believe in yourself but i really believe that like if you i for example I was like, I'm the queen of confidence. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to say that right on my Instagram profile. And I, if you look back at articles, like two years ago, people will be like the self-proclaimed queen of confidence, Serena, who proclaims herself as the queen of confidence. And then if you look at articles now, it's like the queen of confidence, Serena Kerrigan. Why? Because when you believe something about yourself, you literally write the narrative of who you are. So anyway, if you guys want to be the number one podcast, like fucking ever, which you should be, just start saying that you are. Well, it's I, I really agree with that. Like at the beginning of uh, at the beginning, I mean, over the years in general, but even at the beginning of the pandemic, I just, we started to think of some th- certain things we wanted to do. And I was like, honestly, who's to tell me that I'm not these things? Like, if I fucking believe it, I'm going to do it. And honestly, I've kind of gone that way my entire life. Just whatever I've wanted to do or achieve it, gone and said, someone says you can't do it, whatever, I'm going to do it anyways. And honestly, very fortunate to be the position I'm in, but most things have ended up the way I've perceived them to, to turn out. 100%. The problem is that people don't believe in themselves, so... <laughs> it's funny you say that too because like even at the beginning we've just been telling people we're the biggest podcast in like toronto and ontario and like fastest growing in canada but now when we see people they're like oh yeah these guys have the biggest podcast in canada we're like fuck yeah okay well, there you it. fucking go they're they're 100 you literally just proved my point like I, I i strongly believe in manifesting like i i believe without a doubt that it's like a real thing you put into what you put into the world is what the world will give back to you and if you look at things negatively then you're going to see you're going to just notice everything negative. If you believe in positive and like good vibes, good energy, then it's going to come right back to you. hundred percent more aligned. Have you always been that way from, a, from, a, from like your young days when you were a kid or at, like just on the playground telling everyone you're like, you're the queen, you're the best at everything. Or did it take time to develop? Yes and no. Um, I've definitely loved to be the center of attention and I'm a boss bitch. I think I've always had that quality in me. I'm an Aries duh. But I do think that like when I changed my middle name to fucking, that's when things kind of took a turn. Wait, is, I your, is your legal name like your legal middle name? Legal middle name. Shut up. <laughs> we saw so gangster. We saw that on one of the the like I guess one of the things Jordan said that's like Serena fucking Kerrigan, LFG, LLC. I'm like, that's the fucking sickest name for a business ever. As of KLFG. I love I mean, honest, but you know what's interesting? Like we're we obviously the first time we're meeting. LFG has been my probably Ricky and I's like go to abbreviation since I don't even know 2015, maybe 16. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking like, go. Yeah, it's just it's the best. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking date. Let's fucking fuck. I mean, it's just like sorry. <laughs> like whatever just, you want. So whatever you want. Whatever you want. That's like. It. <laughs> No, it's funny. I actually like got all of the Instagram handles for like, let's fucking wed, let's fucking glow, let's fucking sell, let's fucking shop. Like it, they're all mine. Come on. Because no yeah, because it's my brand. It's but it's cool. interesting. Like I think, you know, the reason for actually naming my company that was because change my million to fucking and really becoming this confident person like this persona of SFK who's like larger than life, like makes the sidewalk her red carpet. Like she's a bad bitch really helped me with my confidence. And then let's fucking go is kind of like, okay, she is like the pillar the symbol of confidence and let's fucking go is like, okay, now that we have this, how can we bring it to like a bigger audience, like a bigger community and really inspire people. So it's like, we have the symbol and then let's fucking go. It's like a team, you know, like, let's fucking go. Let's do this. Like okay. all the action almost like getting everyone around all the action. Thank you. That's exactly the right term. Yes. 
So, so yeah. And, and I remember when I was actually forming my company, like a lot of people, parents, like, you know, like consultants were like, what SFK LFG LLC, like what a mouthful, why not SFK? And I was like, because you, if you're someone not like us, who's like, what's LFG? And you hear somebody like, it means Serena fucking Kerrigan, let's fucking go LLC. Like they're like, that's, they have, their, their attention is they're here. The vibe. So, and we love shit that's polarizing. Like you want to be polarized and you want people to pay attention to you as long as you're doing it in a way that's like appropriate. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like old people don't, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say old people, but people who are a little bit older than are us might be like, Oh, that's so crazy. Like, why would you name your business that? But like young people who are the people you're going to be doing a lot of business with are like, yeah, it makes fucking sense. Like LFG, like, let's do this. Yeah. I mean, you know, changing my mind to fucking, yes, I've gotten a lot of, a lot of heat for that over the years, whether it was a guy, you know, being like, no one's going to want to date you or like a guy friend or, you know, sorority, you're never going to get into a sorority or you're never going to get a job. So, you know, it was on my resume uh, or you're, you know, not going to get a brand deal. Okay. I worked with literally Bumble, Amazon, Google, Sped Cup. Okay. But you know, like managers, agents, everyone is always like, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it. And I was like, why? Like, this is an empowered woman being like, I'm starting a fucking care again, like lifting other people up. Like, it's just like, why does it bother you so much? Yeah. Like it shouldn't. And also it's like flipping the word on its head. It's like of empowerment. It's not just like a bad word. Yeah. So stick to your, like, you gotta listen to your gut. You gotta listen to your gut. What? I love that. I, I respect that. And like, for sure. At, at the end of the day too, it's interesting, right? Like people say that about you, like, I guess people giving you that advice, so to speak, are, I think like they're, maybe they're more worried about the association with themselves or like, you know, they're, the, the, the projecting the manager might, cause it's your name. Like what is, what would, let's say Google hypothetically be like, Oh, this per that's her name. Like what, what's wrong? It's her, like, it's your name. You're owning it. Why would somebody be embarrassed for you for your name? If you're not embarrassed by it? It's not, I mean, I think it's also just like, you know, older generations i've had people be like i don't like the fucking i mean my nana hates it like hates it she's like why can't you change it to fun and i'm like serena fun carrigan sounds like a stripper you know i just like i don't that's not for me so you know it's like interesting how it's so offensive and i'm like it's just a word and it's 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 about you know the connotation of it so i totally agree i think people project i also think that if a man were to do it it wouldn't have been like as much heat because like a guy doing it, it's like, yeah, duh, like whatever. But like when a woman does it, it's like, whoa, like she's not a lady, but I am. <laughs> when, I when did you switch it? When I was 18, which is like almost a decade oh, ago. Which wow. Crazy. Oh, wow. Oh my God. But at graduate high school, boom, switch, yeah. switch the middle. When I, I went to Duke and I like got there, <laughs> I was like, okay, whoa, like a lot of hot guys. Like I wasn't like, I didn't have my glow up yet. So I was like, uh, how are people going to like pay attention to me? Like, cause I, I really didn't think that I was pretty, which is, I know kind of shocking, but like back in the day I didn't. And I, you know, I've, I've matured. Things get better with age. And I, I just like, was like, but I love being the center of attention. I'm an only child. I'm from New York. Like I'm a performer. Like I just was like, okay, I just, and I don't know, it clicked and I just did it and I ran with it and haven't looked back and it worked. That's awesome. What's the, cra what's the craziest reaction you've gotten to it? Like just first time you told somebody or someone who's caught off guard, like, was there, was there anyone that who had like a really abnormal reaction when you told them what your middle, like the middle initial stood for? I would say there was just like a very big company that refused to work, hire me because of it. And it was Dove. I don't really give a shit anymore. Um, <laughs> and honestly, like 
which is, <laughs> which was odd because it they're all about you know female empowerment and i was yeah, like yeah. but you know but it's okay like, some people just don't get it but like then it's like well and you and i realized that like if they're younger people like you said if they're younger people working at these brands they get it but if they're if you know whatever i don't know it's like a generational thing but like i maybe like older brands or brands you know that are more corporate america and like you know not millennial gen z like that those are like those gen xers they just like they don't those boomers yeah. Yeah. um so so that's okay you know that's fine i don't want to work with people that don't get it i don't want to be with someone yeah. that doesn't get it so it's like if if you know i don't want what doesn't want me period that is interesting you bring that up. Like Dove was the first brand to push the envelope and do the plus size billboards. All right. It's like a They're decade down. ago now probably. And they had that all over Toronto. I remember those in the news saying like, you know, was, I don't think backlash, but it was more like people were like, wow, I can't believe they did this. And you would think like, you know, the next evolution is people just owning like, you know, the women empowerment things more like owning it. I'm proud to do this. Like, what, yeah, associate, but you know, some brands we're I guess, not gonna, you know, also it was it was a long time ago, it was also before I like blew up. So, I wonder, I wonder if they'll be back. They they probably they always come back, they always come running back. Watch them listen to this and be like, Yeah, we're not coming back. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Man, you do you, you do. Jordan was, Jordan was hoping you were gonna have a drink with you. Jordan was gonna drink with you I on this episode just for you. Are you drinking? You're jeweling, so. Jordan's our rebel manager. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I I just I got I got yeah. I, I I need to control the drinking during the week. That is that is something I have to do. Yeah. Well, I, I was gonna ask. So during at the beginning of COVID, it looks like you you got up to a lot of things, and you know it seems like you're one of the people that took COVID you know by the horns, and I guess rode it or whatever the expression is there. I um, did ride that very hard. <laughs> I rode COVID hard. Yeah. I, I love it. Well, why don't you tell us about it? I started a virtual dating show. I dated 50 guys in a year over Instagram live on a couch that I'm looking at right now. Um, and I launched a company. I launched a card game for people to play. I don't know if you guys played it. I'll send you one. It's fucking iconic. That's and I, so you know, what Jordan's you played it for sure. Let's fucking yeah. date. I have it. It's, fun. <laughs> it's so epic. You can play it on dates. You can play with a group of friends. You guys should all play. You should play it on the podcast. So fun. Perfect for the yeah. podcast. People we'll do, it. We'll do it. Um, I have a new card game coming out in a couple months, but like, shh. and I, yeah, I launched a full blown business. It's great. You know, I, I just, that. and I didn't find love for the record. It's what okay. happened to Creed? Just, just not right. He wasn't a fuck. Yes. I guess he was also way too young. He's 22. He was in college. Like, it seems, uh, yeah, yeah. When I'm 27, like, sorry, like it just wasn't a. There are other things. Dating, Serena, should we tell the people how me and you matched on Raya? I mean, you never followed up, so. I think I did. I was like, "You're coming on my podcast." Hello. That's not a follow like, up. That feels like business. <laughs> okay, I'll hey, find you. Hey, right. I mean, right. I'll say, Raya, Serena, can you put Rick on blast, please? It would make <laughs> me and my friend like we're me and Rick are best friends. Have been for over a decade. And our friends, like we know Ricky's, you know, he's a ladies man, whatever. He's oh, really? Because like he matched with the fucking lady and he literally didn't, he didn't act on it. So wow. like so, matching with me and then going, oh, you're coming on my podcast and never following up. Like, okay. Like, yeah, I have, I have, I have the Cal, I have the Google Cal. Thank you so much for that. Love. In all fairness, yeah. to be honest, 
Raya is probably my least favorite dating site or app, whatever, just because during COVID, we're not going anywhere. Like, I'm right. not traveling. I know that. So you probably don't know us. In Ontario, we're, we're I'm, a, I'm Canadian, so. Okay, so then you might know this. We're basically stuck here. There's like 14-day travel quarantines, and it's just a disaster. So when I first got Raya, I was like, this is going to be awesome because in the summertime, or the fall, when traveling opens up, I'm going to be in New York. I'll be in LA. I'll be in Chicago. I like to just go on weekend trips, and then I have friends in all these amazing cities. But now it's like I go on Raya, you match them, you're like, okay, cool, great, we match. And it's like I know I'm not going to – I'm not coming to New York anytime soon. When I am, then maybe I'll open up the app. I don't know. It's just not for me, Raya. It's fun. It's cool. You match with like cool people. So who's someone who literally virtual dated all year? I would have to say I disagree. I think you could like make an awesome connection. Also, I'm really good at FaceTime sex, but I guess you'll never know now. So <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll slide in the end. Was that a good roast, by the way? Honestly, Rick, no, all I hear is a lot of excuses. I heard reasons why it would work. Excuses. I never heard. Of I agree. Winners, winners find reasons why it would work, not why it won't work. Uh, as as your business partner, we have a few business <laughs> ventures, Ricky and I. And this is not the attitude he takes during the day. I think he's backpedaling right now because the daytime no. he's the most confident guy in the world. Uh, oh, I am the most confident guy in general. In general, I go. You weren't so into it. It's all good. We're here on the podcast. We're doing business. <laughs> All good. This is it. This is the icebreaker. This is our first date. Hello, just people this get to listen to date. it. And we, we're there's a bit of a third wheel situation, but I love an audience. As you, yeah, know. I get it. I gotta make sure my friends approve. Hello, this whole idea. Okay, right. here we go. Yeah, uh, yeah, now, just kidding. I'm not. Go on. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought here for I'm a second. I'm sure you did. Yeah, Rick's, not, Rick's <laughs> flustered now. So, no, no, never. so what inspired you to do that? Like, just to start, like to start doing the, the dating show and just getting into it? Is it, I mean, was it like, let me kind of do something maybe humorous to pass time or were you actually seriously interested in finding love or like just. I was getting pretty fucked up on my couch every day doing a show called Quarantinis with SFK, literally just drinking a bottle of wine to the face, like going live. Cause like live is fun. And like, I was a content creator. I just quit my job like three weeks before the pandemic to, to build my brand. And then I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> so I, 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 you know, also thought that the pandemic would flatten the curve and like we have summer, you know, I was also very optimistic, but I also realized like, wow, I have such a short window of time to really capture people's attention as a creator. Like people are going to really watch my videos like the second I post them and, or, you know, go live, for example. So I was going live a lot. And then I was like, yeah, I was really single. The guy that I was hooking up with was my neighbor and he got COVID. And I was like, okay, like you're useless now. So he's fine. He's fine. But like, so I found, I was Wait, like, what happened, what happened to the FaceTime sex? No, like he, like he, there was, Oh, he got like sick, sick. I, I don't, I thought we were don't talk about sex on the podcast. Oh, well you brought it <laughs> up. I mean, Did we, I? we can like our moms listen to this. I think so. We got to be a little more on the, on the concern. Got it. But okay. you can we can talk about my sex life, but not yours. 100%. Got it. Okay. 100%. Basically. Um, no, I mean, like, it was just, that wasn't the only reason. Like, I think it was just, not, <laughs> it wasn't it. But anyway, I kept talking about wanting a Corona boyfriend. And I just asked a friend, I was like, yo, can you just like set me up with someone on Instagram live? Literally thinking like, no one's going to watch it, but it would be, but my best friends would watch it. Like, they have nothing to do on a Friday night. And it really like, kind of just blew up. Like, literally just like, it with people were like, wait, that was so entertaining and do it again. I was like, okay, I'll do it next Friday. And the next Friday. And then I did it literally 50 times in a year. 
and I did three seasons. I got the whole thing sponsored for the second season. I mean, it's great. I just like, it was just, it was, it wasn't, there was no strategy. It was really like, I'm bored. I'm a content creator. Like, how can I merge business and pleasure and potentially meet someone? And in the beginning, I really was like FaceTiming the guys after, cause there was no other way. Like we were stuck, like you guys, like, just like, what are you gonna do? And then when things got opened up, it became a little more of a show. And then for season three, I, you know, I ended up meeting someone and it did not work out. So still single. What was the most, what was the, I guess the best experience of the show and the worst experience of the show? I think the best experience was just like building my brand and like really, like I never thought I'd be in the dating space. I was like in the confidence space, but they're so closely aligned because I think that in order to date someone else, like you really have to feel like great about yourself and you want, you basically need to date yourself. Like, you, you know, cause if not you settle or like you want the validation from someone and like, we don't want that. So I think like it really cemented the two and, you know, I started like, you know, a card game, like a, I have a team, like, you know, I have a lot of projects that are based off of this world that we built and it's just, that's so epic. And then the worst part, um, I just say that it's over cause I'm never fucking virtual dating again, ever. Okay. I'm never dating in front of an audience again, like ever. <laughs> so no bachelor, bachelor for you. First of all, fuck that show. Um, I'm the anti, I'm the anti, let's fucking name the anti-bachelor. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I don't have to explain why you, you get it. Yeah. It's, I real. Get it. it's real. Yeah. 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 Scripted, unscripted, real. Unreal. Yeah. And it's like, fuck that show. Literally. But I have fascination with those shows. I honestly have never, like I've seen it in passing. I've never got right? bachelor, bachelorette. I don't, I don't know. I just, I can't, it's, I, I think just you know, as much <laughs> as you say, fuck the bachelor, bachelorette, obviously I watch it. You know, because I so, think that, like people really want to believe in a love story. Like they really want to see, like, it's a very satisfying thing when you like see people come together. Right. And that was actually the main feedback point of my show was like, you never pick anyone. You always pick yourself. And I was like, yeah, like no one's good enough. <laughs> and I'm well, a, friend, a friend of mine's mom once said this to me, and I, I think it holds true for The Bachelor. The, the, watching The Bachelor is like watching a train crash. You know it's bad. You know what's bad. What's going to happen is bad, but you can't seem to like take your eyes away from it. There you go. Boom. Well, like honestly, it's true. Like some days, I I never plan to watch it. My dad and my mom watch it, and there's days where I walk by and I'm like, "This is so dumb." But yet, there I'm standing in the hallway watching the TV as I'm like in the middle of doing something more important. Have you ever watched my show? I, I'll be honest, I have not. I have yeah, not. well, you should. I will, of course. I got to do my homework after, after our first virtual date. I got to do my homework. Hello. All right. Hey. This is actually like shocking that I'm letting you go on a virtual date with me right now. Yeah, because I said I was, I was just gonna, but I was just gonna say like this is, I was gonna suggest why don't you guys why don't you do one last real virtual date on now <laughs> with Ricky? But we're kind of doing that right now. I can see you guys kind of flirting a little. I, I feel surviving. So surviving. Usually the guys send me something before the show. So. Oh. I don't really see. What, what am I supposed to yet? send? Sorry. What, what 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 do guys send? You know, like wine or like okay. a book or like. Well, in 1942. Oh. She knows. I do. Jordan knows. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll converse with Jordan. I'll, I'll get you something. I'll get you yeah. something. Mm -hmm. I'm actually just pulling up my ride to see if I left you on red or if you left me on red. Because I'm pretty sure you left me on red. Let's go. Here comes the heat. Then you uh, said to no. try harder. No, we just said LFG, and I was like, yeah, ha, 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 LFG. Let's go. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, Rick, you're boring. I'm boring. <laughs> Call me Michael. Wear a plaid shirt and jeans on a date, and that's it. Plain <laughs> Jane. You'll learn. I've also like dated a lot this year, so if you wanted um, to, you would. That's really what it is. So now, so wait, you're based in in New York. Mm-hmm. So are you guys? Things are kind of opening up now in, in New York. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah like, it's the summer fucks. Like we're all fucking. Okay, I was gonna ask. Like you're like not where you're going on dates like every all the time now. Like you're yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually not having that much sex yet, yet. But um, it's, it's you know the summer fucks. It's like summer fucking, not giving a fuck, doing things that fuck, just like living your best fucking life. Because guess what? Like we got time to make up for. So, and I know that a lot of people are still in lockdown. So I feel this responsibility to really live life because I know that people are like living it vicariously through me. A hundred percent. Don't worry. Like I will put on a show. <laughs> you respect it. Cause we're like, yeah, we're locked in. Like we're not, we can't do any, they were just like, when, when is that? yeah. Like, it's but like, like for us, like, Ontario was opening like patios to like 50%. We're like, Oh wow. Things are starting. This is good. Like my birthday and then shut down for six weeks back locked in. This is a disaster. <laughs> okay. It'll, it, you'll get the vaccine and the vaxxed waxed fucking snatched. Like you'll be good. It'll, it'll, that, and that's it. Hey, that's the plan. That's a plan. Did you say get the vaccine so we can fuck? You said that on one of your lives, or yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. That. So wait, are you not you won't you won't hook up with any if guys if they don't have the vaccine? Um. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I mean, like, unless like it, it wasn't readily avail- available to them, then I would. Feel, but if, if someone like actually like doesn't want to get the vaccine because of whatever bullshit they've concocted in their mind, then yeah, I don't want to hook up with them. Um. But I feel like, you know, now with dating apps, it's going to be like before it was like I had the antibodies. Now it's going to be like I have Pfizer or like Moderna. You know, it's like flex. Exactly. What if someone's got AstraZeneca? What? What if someone has AstraZeneca? You don't fuck with them? Oh, no, for sure. I don't know all of the stri- uh, the. I don't oh. know. Yeah, for sure. No, we, we're very open minded. Um, could be any of the vaccines. Um, but that's interesting. No, I mean, like I literally was invited to a party this weekend and they're like, you have to show your, your card. So it's like, I don't really think it's a question of me, like not wanting to go with someone. It's more just like, are we going to be in the same place? Interesting. So I just, I'm like curious. I kind of hate talking about the the COVID, all these lockdowns. Yeah, we can totally. But no, but I'm actually curious now, like is New York, like things are starting to really open up like parties, events, is it like Miami or is it still kind of? Oh no, it's not like Miami, Miami. (laughs) I got COVID in Miami. That was, that was bad. Yeah. (laughs) No. Really? Wait, like, Miami's like. I don't mean to laugh. Sorry, but just hey, the way you say it. Like, how, I again, for someone I have not seen the show as well, so I don't know. Not up to date with the current events of Serena fucking Kerrigan. So, out of just curiosity, when you're in Miami recently, when like all this party was going on, was it like winter? When were you? When were you out there? Um, I was there for New Year's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was still like heat of it, but everyone's just having a good time. Everyone wanted to get out, and yeah, at that point. I don't know. It was New Year's. Like I was fucking over it, the same way you guys are. But I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. It's beat. We're not. Well, let's get it. But honestly, seeing Miami right now, like I saw Live just opened up last night, and then they just had like I saw that I was like, wow, I should move to Miami right now. No, I think it was last weekend. They had a lesso there. Yeah, they had so many people there. I saw it all over my TikTok. Yeah, Dave Grubman opened a new hotel. Shit's popping off in Miami. Serena, are you big on TikTok? I am. You guys did no research about me before this podcast. Oh, I did. did. I'm hard about like. So what we do is like we we do our like surface level research. You watch my show? Not enough. (laughs) But Uh, no, we we do surface level research because then it's like 
we want to see a different side of our, our guests that people don't normally see. And if we do too much research and we end up asking just the generic questions, we find that if we don't do more research, we kind of get better answers and better questions. I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Your call. What was the question? <laughs> Am I big on TikTok? <laughs> uh, I don't even know. It's TikTok. I guess what's, what's your big social media? Are you an Instagram person? I guess that's your, as a creator, I'm, that's the TikTok, big TikTok and Instagram. I love TikTok. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, I think it's the new version of social media. Like I think it's the new Instagram. I think because it it it, it just prioritizes personality over like edited photos. Yeah, and it's fun. It's raw. It's like real. I'm obsessed with TikTok. I literally am addicted. I actually can't get through a single like Netflix or Hulu show because like I'm just on. T- I I literally will turn on a show and then I'll be like, oh wait, but this is funny, and then just get sucked into the black hole that is TikTok. Really? Yeah. I, it, it I happens. I've stayed off TikTok. I got it for a little, for like a hot minute. It's, Deleted it. I couldn't it's a get it. mess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think in my life, even any, I'm trying to get off Instagram and everything. So respectfully as well, like I'm just like not a big social media person. So that's, oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah. But ironically, we're building a social network like Ricky and I. So. So like, how do you, how could you build an app? Do you know what your competitors are doing? Oh, a hundred percent. What is the network? Can you talk about it or no? A hundred percent we can. Uh, so we're building, uh, we have, a, well, we're not building, we have built an anonymous social voting platform. So essentially we're like a text-based platform and just trying to leverage, um, leverage anonymity to allow people to share honest, objective opinions, like authenticity kind of thing. Um, and kind of uninfluenced opinions around, around any topic. But one of the biggest things, a lot of people can't share their, their true, like no holds barred opinion around more sensitive topics, more faux pas topics, hot top, whatever it might be. Um, and, and that leads to a. We just got, I just got a message here. Upgraded. We're upgraded. How does that mean? Okay, cool. I don't know what that means either, but um, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, so basically what we want to do is, what we're trying to solve is that current social networks like text-based ones, Twitter, Reddit, what have you, um, lead to, a, they're kind of like echo chamber effects, but they also lead to a misrepresentation because not everyone's participating in the conversation. Right. So we're trying to fill that gap and create a more objective assembly of public opinion. Uh, and that's what we're doing. And, and we launched, uh, when did we launch Ricky? April? We launched in beta. That's different yeah, than a social football. network. Pardon is me, sorry? It's different than a social network, is it not? N- not really, because it, it's- Because it's, it's anonymous. Like a social network, I think, is like well, a Facebook, Twitter. It's not anonymous. Know. So you have your real profile, but oh, every, okay. day, every, every time you vote on something and share your opinion, your opinion is, is inputted anonymously. So it's kind of you leverage like polls and questions and all that stuff, but you vote anonymously so that you can you can be your authentic self, share your opinion, but no one knows what you're sharing, but it contributes to the conversation equally. Cool. Awesome. Love I'll it. tell you better yeah. on our second date. Yeah. Got you. Um, yeah, pivoting a little bit. I want to know what's uh what's the next big like goal of yours? I feel like you're very goal driven and you're you're always on the go. What's the next big thing? Yeah, you gotta write down your goals. Um, I have a TV show in development that I'm pitching, um, next month. So we'll see, let's hope it sells. And well, Jordan just was telling us too, that you were on the trailer of another TV show. Yeah. Siesta key. That's I am. I'm on on the show. Yes. Exciting. An MTV show. It's basically like, I don't know if you guys ever saw like Laguna beach or the Hills. It's like, um, like I didn't watch, but I know what it is. Right. Exactly. Like you follow like 20 something year olds around. So I basically like, I'm not from Florida, obviously I'm from New York. Um, but I am friends with some of the girls on the show and it was like perfect kind of timing. It was like in December or January, no, it was January, February, February. Uh, we all went to this Island and for a month, which is like not really the, sh- the show shot in Florida, but they went on an Island cause of COVID. And I just came on as like a friend, but I literally was just like, 
on the show and like very much like involved with the drama. So May 12th, uh, it comes out on MTV and I don't know, we'll see. I have no idea how I'm going to be perceived, portrayed, edited, anything. So what do you, what do you think? I think I can. Are you going to be like a bitchy friend or are you like, I think I'm going to be the like boss girl from New York. Okay. And I think people aren't going to like that because they're going to be like, what is this elitist piece of shit? Like coming here and what to do. I'm like, I don't care. Did you have drama with any of the girls on the show? Light on my, like, look at this. I'm blinded. Did I have drama with any of the girls on the show? You have to watch the show. But evidently this, this cast doesn't, this crew doesn't like watching my shit. I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> you do though. I did. Yeah, I need to watch the show. It's fun. It, I, I mean, listen, I, it was definitely emotionally ex- I can't with the light here. I was just going to say, that's like, if you move, it's getting into your face more and more. I'm sitting on the floor again. It basically, like, was a very emotionally exhausting experience. Like, it's not, it's no joke being on a show like that, because when people have cameras on, they're a different version of themselves. Absolutely. And, And so you're, like, talking to someone, and you're like, but is this because there's a camera shooting on them, or is this real? And... It is real. Like the shit that ha- it's real. There's no script. There was no script given to me. Like it's not scripted show, but like you always kind of in the back of your head, you're like, wait, fuck. Like what's like, you know, and also how, how is this going to be on television? It's, you know, you do, you just, it's very risky. Yeah. But I felt very good about what I did and I didn't get too fucked up. I got pretty fucked up sometimes, but I, I just try to be very quiet when I got really drunk. The trailer showed you very positively, like giving advice to the Juliet's friend about coming out. And it was a very positive portrayal on the trailer. But yeah, the it's one minute long. It's I know, but like you could see you just like in a wise like setting, but right. People were like, You look you seem like the resident therapist. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. But Which so good was, feedback. Yeah. Good feedback. Great feedback. <laughs> Loved it. And it's kind of true. It is. Um, I'm yeah. really excited for you to see it. Do you watch Siesta Key? I do. I love the show. Okay, cool. Who's your favorite? Um, probably Juliet. Yeah, it was Madison, but it flip flopped last season. But we'll see. Those are the two girls I'm closest to. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, this is why we have Jay on. Yeah, I, I have no idea what this show is. <laughs> like, I know what you're referencing, like Laguna Beach Nails. I remember those back in the day. I remember watching them a little bit here and there, but. Yeah. Oh, good. I literally said to them, like, it's a spinoff of Laguna Beach and the Hills. It's just, it's very much in that setting. And it's funny you guys are premiering the same day as the Hills. Yeah, I know. Crazy. And also low, low, low Bosworth. I saw you guys went out for dinner the other night. Yeah, she's like, I can't wait for Siesta Key. And I'm like, you don't know how weird this is that you're telling me that. Because I grew up watching you on Laguna Beach and the Hills. And like, yeah. so for her to, it just, and I remember sitting me like, I really want to be on a show like this. And I am now. So weird. Manifest. Man- I was just going to say. Manifest. Manifest. Well, how did your friends describe you? Other um, than confident. Definitely confident, but also like way more chill than like I appear on my social networks. Um, I'd say really loyal and just like, I think that people, I feel like my purpose in life and what I do is just, I want to make people feel good, like, and happy. And like, cause we live once and we're going to die. Like we're dying. So I just kind of like really show people like the positive and like, just like, just, you know, really trying to see things glass half full and like knowing that like what's meant for you is yours. And, and what it like, what it isn't for you, like, just like, uh, it's like, wasn't meant to be. Um, so yeah. And like when we matched on Raya and it didn't work out, I was like, okay, we're moving on all good. And here we are, though. It's still, here it's still we are. We are the, about universe cons- the universe conspires to make you just like, your personal legend, guys. It's this is a sign. You can't oh, fight it. Sign. We can't fight it. It's love. Well, it's 
That's a good yeah. point. You said like that the uh, that we're all gonna die one day, and like it's just whatever. You gotta like stop, stop sweating the small shit. And, like I think often people get caught up and like get caught up in their own shit and get caught up in just like how how big they think everything's gonna be and every decision you make and all this stuff is gonna impact the world and. Not to sound morbid, but like we're so insignificant in the grand scheme of time and all these things that dwelling over little it's shit. Literally nothing, nothing fucking matters. Like at all. Like literally nothing matters. Like literally, like people, sorry to interrupt you, but people oh, like think like they're like, oh my God. Like just, I, I I say to people, I'm like, okay, like Instagram. Can you tell me a single photo you liked yesterday on Instagram? Or what about from three days ago? Like, no. Like, honestly, no. I think about my Instagram a lot. I don't think about, any, like, a story. Can you tell me literally what someone said in their story verbatim? No. Right? That's how much information we're processing, and that's how little we remember. And, like, no one is fucking thinking about you. They're just thinking about themselves. Yeah. Like, literally, no one is thinking about you. And, like, you know, like, even when it comes to, like, I, like, you know, I've always on my social media, like, guys, like, you should eat alone. Like, go to dinner by yourself. It's such an empowering, fun experience. And like, you're watching people. And so many people are like, oh my God, like, that's so embarrassing. Like, I can't do it. That's so scary. And I'm like, you're fucking scared about eating a lot. What's scary? No one's thinking about you. They're enjoying their food. So. You sound like you, I'm not saying this in an offensive way. Like you and Ricky are a perfect match. That's what Ricky says to Ed. Ricky gives the least fucks of any person I know ever. Like, I'm the, I'm the opposite. I'm the one who cares a lot. I overthink everything. And Rick's like, yeah. what? Like, like, why do you give a shit? Like, no one cares about you. And I was like, respectfully, that's I best no about ever. And he always says, the always says, no one. Like, and you're, if you're like a random, no one, city, no, no one, no one, no, no one. Yeah. And also, it's like it's so liberating because you're like, whoa, like you can literally do anything except for like commit murder and like all that shit. But like literally like no one gives a fuck. Yeah. And if you make a mistake, then you just take accountability. Be like, you're right. I fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. And then no one cares afterwards. Yeah. Think about it. No one's actually canceled. No one gets canceled except for like Harvey Weinstein. Fine. Cause he is a fucker. Yeah. He should be in jail. No one gets canceled. So it's like, it really should show you that like, it's important to take accountability, but like literally live your life. You're going to die. No one's going to remember you one day. And like, it doesn't fucking matter. So yeah, I, I agree. That's one of the things too you don't realize. Like I, you, when you stop to think about it, if you like, if you ask anybody, like Jordan, you're the one sitting here listening. If, if you can name ten famous people who are dead right now, can you name ten off the top of your head? Like maybe, I mean, I people, know, people, but people who had like big, not family, people who had massive impacts on society. <coughs> like definitely can. Like yeah, Albert Einstein. Like I can name me a dead president. Maybe Audrey Hepburn. Like you get, how many can you really, really name that? Like. Like the amount of insignificant people that are there, us included. Like, oh, also, just because you're famous or not doesn't mean you're not insignificant. Like, I mean, you know like, I mean? sorry, yes, you're right, you're right. No, right? but it's like at the end of the day, we're we're here for such a small period of time in the big picture. Especially like when we're traveling. Like George used to vlog back in the day, and we would like he'd be like, "Oh, I don't know." Like people are watching. I'm like, "Bro, nobody, no, no one's off, watching no, no, ever again." Yeah, And I'm like, you really think that they're going to remember the two random dudes that they saw? And you think in five years, they're going to look back and be like, oh, I remember I saw those two guys. Like, no, nobody fucking cares. Like, even in the streets of Toronto, like where me and George do know people, like, I don't care. I'm just going to st still go out there and do whatever I want because at the end of the day, nobody really cares. I'm not famous. I'm not going to fuck. Well, I always think I'm going to change the world and I mean the most to everybody. But in reality, I do not. That's why like, I live my life. I do what makes me happy. If people don't like it, like, fuck it. Yeah. No, 100%. And like, that's what it should just be very liberating and fun and freeing. Yeah, 100%. I agree. So that's the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> that is the vibe. Yes. Let's fucking go. 
Um, we do have some questions before we normally wrap up, and I just want to make sure that Jordan gets any questions that she wants to get in. I think I think we answered all of them. We asked all of them. I love Jay dressed up for this too. Eh? put on a cute top. I put on mascara for you, Serena. I hope you remember that. <laughs> I'm love obsessed. I got full glam for this. Obviously, kidding. But I just do really. think you exude some confidence and and everything that girls should aspire to be. And I think you're absolutely incredible in all honesty. So sweet. I'm so glad. I mean, I honestly just wanted to be the girl that I wish I had growing up. Yeah. Cause my mom would always be like, no, I'd be like, I'm so ugly. And she'd be like, no, you're not. I'm like, okay, well you're fucking biased. Cause like I am you. So what the fuck? So I always wanted that, like, you know, reassuring person, you know, that wasn't my mom. Cause I, I'm an only child, obviously. Yeah. So, um, I'm really glad that you said that because that's really what I want to be. You know, I want a young girl who's feeling insecure to just look at me and be like, oh, I can be this. Cause exactly. you can. And yeah. a little uh, question. Who's the guy on the second season that you had, that was uh, a fan favorite that you had like the re- uh, after show with, what was his name? Andy. Did you guys, are you guys still friends? You guys still talking? The 16 year old. Yeah. I mean, it's I- not the 16 year old, the one that was oh. like, that came back and had like the, the whole intro and. Val, Val, yes, Val, like the villain yeah. from season one. Yeah, no, we don't talk. Thank you. That's all I need to know. Because it's not I a fuck yes. Positive. No, yeah, it's definitely a fuck now. So then, just wanted to ask. I try to practice with the preach. Like I try. Yeah, I just will never date anyone that I date virtually. Like from the show. Like I realized that. Like I was like, it's never gonna happen. I don't, it's just not my type of guy. But I, I, it what's took me okay. seasons to figure it out. So what's your ideal man? I think someone just like super ambitious and like has a really solid foundation and, you know, like more of like an entrepreneur or something, but not someone who wants to be in the spotlight. Like that's all for me. Oh, he was hungry for the spotlights. Hungry. Hungry. Yeah. I was like Ricky, honestly. No, he wanted <laughs> it like so badly. Serena was like, 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 like was actually like kind of, I don't want to speak ill of people, but yeah, jealous. I'll speak for jealous. you. He was jealous of you. <laughs> um, jealous in like a jealous in like uh like an inferiority complex way. The fact that you he were exactly. he was mad that she was dating other guys on the show, and she was like, "You came onto my show." <laughs> yeah, that was epic. <laughs> Such so great job. In- I mean, he served his purpose. He was great, and he was game, and he really he came on the show way more than he should have. Or like that he 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 needed to, but we asked him and and he played his part and it was he was a true like reason he, he was a big reason why this, the show was so successful. I think you're um, the big reason why the show's successful. I think he was right. just kind of. A, but I was just trying to be gracious and kind. That's of- a wholesome moment right there, Jay. <laughs> uh, Serena, actually, I got another one, and then we'll, we'll start to wrap it up. But what's um was there ever a point in your life where you weren't this confident and like were you looking back and when you weren't what did you tell yourself? Um, I, that's why I changed my mind to fucking. Cause I like really was insecure. Um, and I really, I just said like, no, you're Serena fucking Kerrigan. Like walk your walk, bitch. Like go up to that guy. Like you're going to ace that test. Like you're going to fuck whoever you want. I'm kidding. I, I sound like I have way more sex than I do. It's part of like the shtick. Um, but really like it was about having that dialogue with myself the same way I would hype up any of my best friends. And I think that that's really the trick to confidence. It's just hyping yourself up. Okay. Yeah. And you gotta be your own biggest hype, man. Otherwise, doesn't matter what anyone else does. Exactly. Truly. We said something earlier, but I think it's. Go ahead. Sorry, Jersey. So yeah, we were talking about it earlier, but I do think you can't date someone or really love someone until you love yourself. Like I think that's a big thing, and I've 
I've said, I was chatting with someone earlier about this, like maybe a week ago. And if you don't fully love yourself, it's, it's borderline impossible to give yourself to someone else or to even like partner with someone. Cause at the end of the day, relationships are partnerships. And it's just like, I, I yeah, I strongly believe that. And when you don't love yourself, it's just, it's fucking hell. Yeah. It's also, you just look for validation in someone instead of like, you know, you have to be, you have to be whole first and anything else in your life is an additive, but you have to be like really strong solo. Cause just because you're single doesn't mean you're alone. And just because you're alone doesn't mean you're lonely. So just gotta, you gotta be your best friends with yourself. It's super important. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't know how to nurture that relationship with themselves first. So that's what I'm here to teach people. hundred percent. What's uh? What's like next on the horizon? <laughs> I mean, the, the show you're trying to get produced, but like what, what else is coming up for you in the rest of 2021 and, and onwards? Yeah. I mean, I, I have so many projects, but I'm like literally legally not allowed to talk about them, but I have a lot of stuff. I really am just growing the brand beyond the show. Cause I'm not going to do the show anymore, but like what like we want to be this guy, this best friend to dating post pandemic. And I think that a lot of the narrative that has been fed to women, especially is like once but at least to me growing up and I know, you know, in general, it's like, and in general, like once you find your person, then you'll live happily ever after. Like that has been the messaging of every movie and everything. Like, just like, right. Like get married. Like it's about getting, yeah, your career, but get married. So then you can have the kids. Right. So I think let's talking date is basically saying like, no, like find yourself. And if you want to find a partner, great, then you'll find them, but you'll be happy once you find yourself and then we'll help you navigate the world of dating. So that's what I'm doing. That's terrific. That's great. And I have another card game coming out. I can't talk about it, but it it fucks. It's epic. I'll buy it. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll make sure buy it. Like, now that we've gone through, like we have to know each other, we'll make sure we're tuning into everything and we'll, we'll follow along. But as as Ricky said, we like to go into these a little bit more like naive a bit. I know it comes off sometimes as like we don't know what we're talking about, but it's cool because mm-hmm. we have to meet somebody new and find out a different side of them, not asking the generic question. So this was a lot of fun. Awesome. I had fun too. It was great to meet you both. And um, next time I'm in Canada, we can all hang out. Go for a drink. Uh, well, we're going to be dating by then. Hello. Right. Of course. So, of course. Uh, no. <clears throat> Before we wrap up, two questions we always ask every guest. The first, if there's a movie about your life, who would you want to star as you? Could be anyone from any point in time. Um, me or Jennifer Lawrence. Love it. But I would star as myself. Love it. I'm a great actress. Love it. Uh, the last question. If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Um, you're a fucking icon, bitch. Let's fucking go. Love that. Right on brand. Let's there you go. go. Right on brand. Love Serena, if people, want to, if people want to find out more about you, what you're doing and everything, where can they go? How can they find you? Serena Kerrigan or let's fucking date both on everything. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on everything. Serena Kerrigan and, and let's Amazing. fucking date. And get my card okay. game if you're single or if you're bored or if you're in a relationship or in a group of friends. It's really fun. We've sold like 1,000 units of the game. So. Where can people find the card game if they want to get it? On letsfuckingdate.com. Beautiful. Perfect. Link we'll make sure we put everything in the uh, in the comments and the caption. Yeah. So, again, Serena, you're amazing. Love so this comments. Love, love, love the vibe. Love the energy. Yeah. So fun. Jordan, great to meet you too. Great to meet you. Seriously, you made my week. Yay. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I'll see you guys soon. I love it. Good luck.